welcome to Made New Podcast. We are so excited that you are here tuning in for our very first episode. I am one of your hosts, Myra. I'm Candice. And we're so grateful and excited that you're joining us. We know that when you jump into a brand new podcast, often one of the first questions is, what is this about? And is this going to be worth my time? We know that life is busy and that it is an investment to join us for these conversations. And so to that end of letting you know a little bit more about what this is and what we hope Made New will accomplish, I'm going to pass it to you, Candice, and ask you to share a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in all honesty, Made New did not roll off of our tongues the first time we were thinking about it. We had texts back and forth for days, <laughs> struggling with the name. Um, but the Lord really did give us Made New because it described exactly what we want to do, yeah. which is talk about Jesus and God's redemptive work through him, mm -hmm. what Jesus has already accomplished, what he's doing in our lives, and what he longs to do, that joy and freedom in, in intimacy with him. Yes. And so Made New just worked. It was something that, honestly, we could imagine saying for a while, like, <laughs> Made New, okay, I like that, not too long. Yeah. Um, and he also gave us this verse that kind of rooted it, and it's in 1 Peter 2, 9, that we want to proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And yes. that is exactly what we want to do. We want to talk about another version says declare we mm -hmm. want to proclaim and declare and talk about what god has done in our lives yes and it is a beautiful work it's not always pretty it's usually messy um but we want to share it and already myra and i are having these type of conversations and the lord just kind of prompted us and pushed us to hey you know what why not have people pull up a chair you mm -hmm. know so to speak mm -hmm. or turn on their phones or you know whatever you're listening on today mm -hmm. and let them into these type of conversations that we're already having yes that's one of my favorite things about this that god has genuinely and truly brought us together in friendship and uh let us share what he's accomplished in our lives and I'm so thankful for that, and I'm excited for people to get to listen in, not because of us, but because of Jesus, how amazing he is, and what he wants to do for them as well. So in addition to wanting to know what a podcast is about, I think it's also helpful to know, like, who is it for? Yeah. Um, and so often we can hear something or kind of start to listen in and then feel like, I don't know if this is for me, or I don't know if this includes me. And so we want you to know if you're listening right now, you are included. You are so welcomed here. And so as the Lord allows us to talk about our particular experiences, whether it's marriage or motherhood or ministry, whatever it is, even if you haven't walked that exact road, we hope that this is still beneficial. We hope that you feel seen yeah. because no matter what we experience, no matter what particulars of our day-to-day, -day, we are all created in God's image. Mm -hmm. Every human breathing and walking the planet is an image bearer of God, and He is the source for all things good, for joy, for healing, for freedom. And so even if our details don't match yours, we hope that you feel absolutely welcomed here, mm -hmm. and we're excited and glad that you're listening. In addition to knowing who it's for and what it's about, we have talked, Candice, about how helpful it is to get to know the people who are talking, to feel like we can really know who they are um, and feel those connections. So do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? I'd love to. I am married 
to a wonderful guy. We've been married for 15 years, and he is a family doctor. And the Lord has just given him a really beautiful call to work among patients who are low income. Mm -hmm. And so we have moved into the neighborhood where his clinic is, Mm -hmm. and we have just seen God do some really cool things in the last Mm -hmm. few years Mm -hmm. through that. We also have four kids ages six through 11. Mm-hmm. So we are busy, but it is a good busy and it is fun. And they're all in elementary school together this year. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. Uh, Emmanuel and I have moved a lot. Mm-hmm. We are now in Columbus, Ohio, but I'm from Colorado. He is from Ohio and we met in college. Right when we got married, a week later, actually, we got home from a quick honeymoon. We returned a couple gifts that we had doubles of. <laughs> and then literally three days later, we moved to China. Wow. And it was such a cool time in our lives to be teaching English and trying to spend a ton of time with our students, have them over, go to all their activities in hopes to share the gospel with them and teach them and tell them about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we also had just tons of opportunities. Um, There are so many new believers at the time that the local house churches were asking if if they could speak English, if they would meet with us. And so we got to lead Bible studies of new believers. And it was such a joyful time in our lives. We really loved it. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Toledo, Ohio for four years for Emmanuel to do medical school and three years in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then six years now in Columbus, Ohio. And as I look through, you know, look back through pictures in those years, God has been so kind and faithful to Mm -hmm. give us wonderful friendships, awesome communities, and do a really good work in our lives through all of those people and those moves and those times that we needed in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, now we're here and we, you know, Ohio's growing on me. Yes, I do know you love the fall. I love love the fall in Ohio. (laughs) And I get back to Colorado for trips, Mm -hmm. for hiking in the mountains, my dear mountains. Mm -hmm. And, but we're pretty happy. We're loving where we're at right now. And that's, and hey, I met you here. Yes, absolutely. We met because our kids go to the same school and Andrew and I, even though we both grown up in Ohio and he actually is a Columbus native, uh, we recently moved here to Columbus to the house we're in just a little over a year ago. Um, So I grew up kind of near Dayton in Xenia, Ohio. And Then he and I met, same, at college. Um, We lived in Cincinnati for a little while while I went to grad school at Xavier and got my master's in counseling. And then we moved back to Columbus, so area, so he could start in ministry Mm -hmm. full-time. And so we've been married for 16 years. We also have four kids, and their ages range from 4 to 12. So, <laughs> so definitely can empathize with the busy, but yeah. good busy. And I'm so thankful that God let our paths cross. And I remember when I saw you, uh, our kids were playing at the school playground after school. And um, I was definitely feeling that newness, you know, wanting new friendships, uh, feeling kind of like the new kid. And God was so good to give us a friendship, and you were so gracious to invite me over uh, to get to know me. So, um, Well, you know that people have been telling me, have you met Myra? <laughs> I know. Who is this Myra? I think two or three people told me, you need to meet Myra. You guys are going to be friends. <laughs> like, why is everyone so sure about this? And but I'm like, oh, you know, I'll trust my friends. And so I had you over, and we ended up hanging out for it six hours. So long. Was time. it really six it was, hours? It was the entire day. <laughs> and we shared our stories. And oh, my gosh. 
We cried. Mm -hmm. We laughed. Your youngest watched some Daniel Tiger. (laughs) It was a good day. And I remember leaving and, you know, we had shared a lot, a lot of good things, but a lot of hard things too. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, hey, you know, you might have a vulnerability hangover mm-hmm. from some of the stuff we shared, but don't. Like, this is this has been really good, and this is how God brings us closer, you mm-hmm. know, through honesty. Mm-hmm. And and then we had the conversation, do you remember, about... <laughs> uh, yep, yep. About... Go ahead. I was on your front steps, like, heading to the car, and we were just joking about how in adult friendships, especially in brand-new adult friendships, it's kind of tricky to know how into this is the other person and like how bluntly do you say like do you want to be friends do you want to invest in this and hang out a lot like you don't just put it out there normally what if if you're on the friendship scale from one to ten what if you're like man i'm a (laughs) ten i want to be friends like good friends with this person and the other one's like in their head secretly like "Eh." you know they leave and they're like well i'm a two i don't think we're gonna be friends you know so we literally said well hey i'm all in you know you said it i said it and the Lord has graciously allowed that to happen. Yeah. We have not known each other that long. Yeah. And then he has just kind of guided us, even in the last six months, mm-hmm. honestly, we haven't known each other that long, um, through a lot of our shared experiences mm-hmm. to just become close. And truthfully, what binds us together is our joy in proclaiming the excellencies, <laughs> you know? It's like yes. we love talking about Jesus. Yes. We do. It's yes. just who we are. And I think maybe that's why our other friends knew that we would be friends. <laughs> We just love talking about Jesus. Yes, absolutely. That's so good. And I recognize that's not the norm. Like, Mm. this is the first time that's happened in my life. I don't want listeners to think that is, like, the standard that needs to happen for all new friendships. But praise God that he allowed that to happen for us, for our particular growth. And we will share lots more on future episodes about our journeys, our experiences, and some of the specific ways that he has used our friendship um, for growth and healing. Um, But suffice it to say, it was unique and and beautiful. And this podcast is something that he knew all along he Mm -hmm. wanted to bring about. And so I'm so thankful for that. And I am genuinely grateful for the foundation of real life that is here Um, because I don't know about you, but I feel like it's so tempting to, no matter what I'm looking at on the internet or on my phone, to wonder if it's real Mm. or is this fake? Like the tendency for stories to be curated, for people to kind of put these scenarios together to make a reel about, to hopefully go viral. It's like, is that even real? You know, is that a real argument or is that a fake argument? You know? And so my hope is that our listeners will be able to hear and feel that this is genuine, not for our glory, not for our name to be out there or anything about us, but to point to Jesus Mm -hmm. and to proclaim, like you said, to proclaim the excellencies of him. So I am, I'm so thankful for that. All right. So one thing um, that has been different about both of us is that God has kind of given us these two areas in our life that we've been focused on in the last year or two. Um, For me, it is finding joy in Jesus. And for Myra, it has been finding freedom in Jesus. And so, you know, in many ways those go together. But at the same time, the Lord has given us specific topics to be thinking about and reading about. And for me, it happened just randomly. Uh, About a year ago, I was 
reading an article by Randy Alcorn about a book he had written called Happiness. And so many of the things that he was writing really resonated with me. Um, For example, he was talking about how the Bible uses joy and happiness most often interchangeably, Mm. which really surprised me. That's not what I grew up with. Mm. Very different. Happiness is, you know, fleeting and something the world goes after. But joy, on the other hand, is from Jesus, and that's enduring. And at the same time, he was making the argument, you know, no, actually, we probably shouldn't be making this hardline distinction. Mm. God wants us to be happy. And actually, God is happy. And of course, that happiness comes in knowing him. Mm-hmm. He is the source of happiness. And just lots of these things and ideas that he was talking about, people not sure that God is happy. And therefore, who wants to hang out or lean into an unhappy God? You know, <laughs> And where's our evangelism then? Why do we want to share this unhappy God with other people? Mm-hmm. What would be attractive about that? Mm-hmm. And so it kind of sent me on what I'm calling the joy journey Mm -hmm. um, of reading and praying and looking through scriptures about happiness and joy and asking God to just give me words and ways to encourage um, us towards our happiness and joy. And I think personally for me, um, man, one of the biggest ways that he has kind of expanded my idea of joy and even my capacity for joy Mm. is honestly through suffering. Mm. And I have these pictures of the valleys and the mountains and when, as opposed to some small rolling hills. Mm-hmm. I think the Lord in the last few years have put me in some deep valleys mm-hmm. of grief and brokenness and sorrow. And at the same time, that expanded my range of emotion to also have an appreciation of the mountaintops, mm-hmm. of the joy in Jesus, of the really beautiful, good things gifts that he has given us each and every day that we can enjoy and have a true happiness, not just a joy, but a happiness Mm. about our lives. And actually, A.W. Tozer has this amazing quote that says, the people of God ought to be the happiest in all of the wide world. He said, people should constantly be coming up to us and asking for our source of joy and delight. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And and while we can nod and say yes, Mm -hmm. that's not always our reality, right? We look around and we're like, wait a minute, I'm not experiencing this. I'm not hearing about this in my conversations I'm having. I'm not even seeing a lot of this in my community. Where are the happy Christians? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's part of the journey that he's put me on. But also in expanding my emotion, he's also given me a deeper understanding Mm -hmm. of joy. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what I want to share here in hopes to encourage us to be the happy Christian. Not that we do it on our own, but what it comes from is an intimacy with Jesus, our source of joy. Yes. And as I've gone through these hard years, you know, he has drawn me in. And it's the example of when we, Myra and I went to an art museum and we thought, man, these paintings are beautiful. But we also said, you know, we know nothing about painting. Mm -hmm. And we said to each other, I bet a painter who truly knew the amount of skill and the Mm -hmm. amount of time Mm -hmm. that it took has such a greater appreciation for these paintings. So, too, our, you know, as we get to know God closely and Jesus through our suffering and through our everyday lives, Mm -hmm. so much more that appreciation of joy. Yes. As we appreciate and as we know the source of joy. 
So that's just what he's been giving me um, words and thoughts on for mm. the last year and that, you know, we'll continue, I will continue to talk about in future episodes. But for you, it has been finding freedom in yeah. Jesus. So will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I love how he has not only brought us together in friendship, but let us kind of have that front row seat as each one is growing and learning more about these themes and topics that he's put on our hearts. And like you said, yours is joy. And mine is this idea of freedom and emotional healing as worship. Mm. So Romans 12.1 really stood out to me um, within the last several months. And I began to think about, you know, it's that verse about um, in view of God's mercies, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Um, and this is your spiritual worship. And so this idea of presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, I just began to wonder, does that include our emotions? Hmm. Because I feel like so often in my life and in many other people's lives that I've gotten to walk alongside, it's so easy to feel like God is more concerned about our behavior, hmm. our performance, our productivity, and we sort of parcel off and set to the side our emotional lives. And so often wounds, traumatic experiences, things that carry shame feel like the last thing that we want to bring to Jesus, the last thing we want to talk about yeah. in Christian community. Um, and so we just don't. We'd rather kind of keep that off to the side or um, closed off in the dark. And I think very frequently, that is a barrier to joy. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking as you were saying that. That's part of what produces these unhappy Christians mm -hmm. is this focus on performance or doing the right thing, um, but this barrier to true intimacy with Christ because of hurt mm -hmm. and shame-filled sin, either that we've chosen or that's been chosen over us. You mentioned writing. I love that God has given us both a love for writing and teaching and your joy journey blog is so good. And I love reading your writing. Um, and God has given me the, the idea and the hope for a book about mm -hmm. that topic of emotional healing as worship. So this whole thing, this podcast, you know, our fairly new friendship, even though it feel, doesn't feel that way at all, um, it's, it's kind of all at the beginning right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to get to see what God does with it for his glory and for the good of his people. And not because we have anything within us apart from him um, that's good or that will bring freedom. It's all, it's all him. Yeah. We're on the journey together. It's yes. not that Myra and I have arrived. Right. It makes me think of my favorite verse. One of them, Philippians uh. 1, 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in us will continue it on until mm. the day of Christ Jesus. Yes. He saved us. And then he didn't just leave us on our own. Mm -hmm. He is continuing to form us into a more Christ-like version. Yes. You know, and he longs for that. He desires that. And we're just here to say, hey, he's already done such a good work in our lives. We want to talk about it. And then let's continue the journey together because he's going to continue to shine light on areas yes. that we need redeemed. We need healing and we need freedom. And he's wanting to do that. Yes, absolutely. And one of the ways he's chosen in his sovereignty to bring that about is other people, Yeah, is community. And so we've talked about being so grateful for this friendship here, um, but also we want 
our listeners to have this be an encouragement and sort of just a springboard into real friendships and real relationships in their context where they can see people face to face. Absolutely. And um, in and the so, local church. Yes, yes. And in our circles, just our areas of influence that God has given us, whether that's your coworkers or friendships at school drop off or whatever it may be, whatever your areas where God has placed you and the people around you. Yes, absolutely. I feel like it's been extra challenging for local churches with the pandemic and Mm -hmm. things like that. And it it genuinely can feel um, easier to kind of distance and whether it's just listen to sermons online Mm -hmm. or just listen to podcasts, um, that can feel safer in the moment. Um, But our hope is that through our conversations, we'll encourage others to keep taking those steps that can be difficult Mm -hmm. um, and then the joy that's on the other side. Absolutely. So whether that's like having those hard and vulnerable conversations with a brand new friend or continuing to push into a local church body, even when it really is hard, um, we trust that because of God's good design, that's where he has more joy and Mm -hmm. more freedom available to us. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to pray and close us out of our first episode today. That sounds great. Thanks, Candace. Father, you are so kind and you are so good. And the amazing thing about you is that you know every single person out there listening right now. Myra and I don't, but you do. You know what their day looks like. You know the thoughts and the words on their heart and their mind before they do. And we love, I love that Psalm 139, those verses that talk about how you formed us in our mother's wombs. You knew us. Mm -hmm. You know us. And so we just pray today for each listener that they would know that you love them, Mm -hmm. that you long for them to have more joy, more freedom Mm -hmm. through an intimacy with your son, Jesus. Yes, And we are just on this journey as well. And we get to talk about what you've already done in our hearts, Lord, and what you, you know, Lord willing, you're going to continue to do as you make us more like Christ. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this week. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Be on the lookout for more coming. We're excited to share more and more about the joy in Jesus, the freedom that he has to offer. And we are so looking forward to connecting with you all more. Take care.